What an amazing weekend to be at AmFam Field. Yeah, the Brewers dropped two or three to the Atlanta Braves, but it was just a great atmosphere to be out there. The debut of Sal Freilich. And the bullpen let down on Sunday. We'll get into that. We'll talk about Freilich. And we'll also look ahead to the Cincinnati Reds, who are once again red hot. All that coming up next here on a Monday edition of Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I was before that I love being at Anfam Field on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, anytime during the summertime, anytime at all. I love being out there. Wish we had more magic moments out at that place, to be honest with you. We all do as Brewer fans. But, man, it was fun being out there this weekend. See the Brewers and Atlanta Braves uh, compete. Two division winners, or two division leaders, I should say. The Braves are going to win their division. Brewers now have a half a game lead in theirs. Um, and a lot of work to do. We're going to get into all that coming up here in a little bit. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Great to start with you to start a new week here. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I've been covering the Brewers for over 40 years. Work for AP Radio. Longtime sports talk show host in the state of Wisconsin. So I've been covering this team for a long time. So, um, you know, I, I kind of like to think I know what I'm talking about, but who knows? Sometimes people come after me at Twitter, and you can come after me at Twitter anytime or, you know, have a conversation with me. Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. Always love hearing from the great Brewer fans. Ran into a lot of you guys this weekend, was out there Friday and Sunday, and uh, I love it. I, again, uh, I grew up in that area, County Stadium and AmFam Field. <laughs> Literally grew up there. So um, I love being out there. Have I said that already? I think I have. Uh, all right. So also, every you everydayers out there, a lot of you are everydayers, and some of you guys came up to me this weekend and said, yes, Freems, I am an everydayer. I'm not going to mention your names on here, but a couple of you guys I ran into you. In fact, the guy who sat in front of me today, uh, we were right behind home plate. <laughs> a guy who sat behind home plate with me, right in front of me. Nice guy. Brought his uh, uh, little baby to the game as well. It was really fun. And uh, it was a great day to be out there. Now, the Brewers wish they could have uh, helped the cause out by winning a mall game. Oh, and by the way, find me on Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Those are the apps. You, those are the big ones out there. You can download Locked on Brewers. We're there. We're everywhere because we're the number one podcast on the internet because of you great fans out there. Like people I ran into today out of the ballpark. Did I mention that? Um, but you can also follow the video version. Uh, we're growing on YouTube. Uh, go to YouTube, punch in Lockdown Brewers. You're going to see me. Hit the subscribe. Hit that like button. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode. But pre please subscribe to Lockdown Brewers or any way you want to do it. You know, I just want to see you talk Brewer baseball with you. And hit me up on Twitter as well. Yeah, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. All right. Sal Freilich, first of all, uh, that news that came down on Saturday that Freilich kind of caught a lot of us by surprise in the media, uh, to be honest with you. Now, the Brewers have been struggling in right field. Again, their, their production of right field is among the lowest in baseball for the last, like, 60, 70 years. It's really bad. I mean, we're talking composite of any, every baseball team that's ever played Right, getting production out of the right field spot is the worst in baseball history on pace. 
So he had nowhere to go but up with Sal Freilich. And they put him, they called him up. And this is what council does. Uh, when a person is added to the team or uh, makes the team or, um, you know, gets traded, council likes to throw them right in the fire right away. No sitting on the bench and watching them, throwing them right in. And it seems like when he does that stuff, it works. You would think that you'd have a player now yeah, just kind of watch and watch some of the action. No, he threw him right in there. And in his second game today, Sunday, he had Freilich in the cleanup spot. And I put this on Twitter. Has there ever been a Major League Baseball team that's been in first place in the history of this great sport that put a rookie in a second day of action in the cleanup spot? I don't think that I, there's no way I've ever seen that before. And I've, I've been to and covered thousands of games and watched TV, obviously, and just uh, amazing. But Freilich, what a debut on Saturday night. You all know about it. And then came back today. I think the most impressive thing that Freilich did, in addition to making a couple of catches, is today what I was most impressed of, probably something that you guys or nobody would ever think of, coming up with that base hit in the eighth inning when there was nobody, the shift was on, you know, the version of the shift they can do these days. There was nobody playing third base. And he had a grounder to third base in the left field for a base hit. And I'm like, gosh, you know what? We're, we're banning the shift because Major League Baseball players can't beat the shift. And here's Sal Freilich, second day of Major League pitching, already going down the third baseline and, 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 and fighting that hole. I thought, wow. Yeah, we got to ban the shift because these major leaguers, these 15-year veterans, 10, 15-year veterans, can't beat the shift when there's seven guys on one side of the field. But Sal Freilich, who's been sitting you know, in Nashville, rehabbing his finger, figures out a way to hit it in a hole where there ain't no, where there's nobody on the third base side. That was so impressive to me. The guy hustles. Now, if you see him, he's 5'10". Doesn't look 5'10". 5'9", maybe. But, man, I looked, uh, thought he looked kind of small. For a cleanup guy, especially. But, hey, this is where the Brewers are at. They don't have... They don't have the sluggers right now. They don't. They they don't have sluggers on this team. So you look at all the different spots that who've batted in that cleanup spot, different guys this year. My God, you've probably had 10 different guys bat in that cleanup spot. But I like that. Freilich was right in there. My council had him in Saturday. I was a little worried that we'd see the Sunday lineup today and Freilich would be out of there. A part of that was in the back of my mind. I thought, Freilich did so well Saturday. I like, is he going to be in that? I wasn't 100% sure Freilich. You would think that he'd have been in the lineup Sunday. But, and he was. I mean, you got to complete, be a complete fool not to have him in the lineup. And he did score a run on a sack fly early in this game. And the Brewers had a 2-1 to lead. And once again, it looked like they were going to uh, have to stand on 2-1 and rest things in their bullpen. But their bullpen let them down uh, for the first time in a while. We're going to talk about that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Um, we'll also talk about this Red Series coming up. The, the Reds are hot once again. It's like the fourth time this year they've got. I think I believe every time they've started playing the Brewers, they, they got, they've gotten hot. And this is like the 30th time the Brewers, I believe, will play them this year. 
Not really, but it seems like that. We'll get to that coming up here in a little bit. Uh, the show brought to you in part by Sleeper. Sleeper, one of our new sponsors here on Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. There we go, Sleeper. Hey, you could take up to eight players using Sleeper. Want a chance to win more money with less picks? Head to Sleeper right now. You could win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. A buddy of mine, we'll call him Mike, had Yelich today. He had Yelich, and he took Freilich, and he took, uh, God, who was the other guy he took? Oh, he took Bellinger, I think, with the Cubs, who some of you guys want to see here. Not that's a bad idea. But anyway, he took those three guys, and I didn't see how Bellinger did today. But you want to win 100 times your money on Daily Fantasy Baseball, but Sleeper is offering a 100 times payout for up to eight pick contests. Now, my buddy, Mike, he chose three, but you could choose up to eight. Choose as many as eight players. Pick more or less on your favorite stats, home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right, and you could win big. You could win huge, man. What is the chance to win more money? Head to Sleeper, 100 times your money, with just two or more fantasy picks, and you could pick uh, so-and-so for home runs or how many RBIs a guy is going to get, more or less. But use that promo code locked on. You'll get a $100 match for your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for detail, uh, all the details. Currently operational over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Check them out. Get that deposit. But remember, remember, use that promo code locked on at your sign-up. To get, to get that deposit, that match. So please do that. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. And you everydayers out there, thank you very much for joining me every day here on Lockdown Brewers. Uh, the Brewers will start a home series with the Reds coming up on Monday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and then Wednesday afternoon. First two games of the series, 7-10 with the broadcast. We're going to get to that pitching matchup a little bit later on, and we talk further with the Reds. Uh, but the Reds have come in here and are playing some good ball right now. They are playing really, really good ball, and the Brewers will play them 7-10 Monday and Tuesday, 1-10 Wednesday, all three of those games, Sirius XM, the SXM app, search Brewers, and you're going to find all 162 of the Brewers and Reds. And thank you very much for all you everydayers out there. Got a ran into you today out at the uh, ballpark telling me that you watch and listen to our, our podcast every day. Thanks a lot. Guy came up to me. Hey, you're the guy in Lockdown Brewers. Yeah, I'm Frames. Good to meet you. For those of you outside of Wisconsin, don't listen to Wisconsin Sports Radio. That's what they call me down there. Uh, you know, short for Freeman. But anyway, you everydayers out there, thank you very much. We couldn't do this without you. Following us along on the various podcasts and on YouTube as well, Lockdown Brewers, hit that subscribe button. We're going to come right back. We'll tell you about Julio Tehran and his performance today. The bullpen let him down. I'm not going to get too much on the bullpen. Then we'll talk about the Reds and, and how hot they are. All that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman here. Yeah, the Brewers were 4-2 losers to the Reds. Now, we'll start with Tehran, who went six innings. His last three starts prior to this were not good. And we were like, eh, what direction is he headed in now? Because he had pitched six good ones before that. 
but he bounced back against his former team, and he was great. Set the last 10 hitters down, left with a two-to-one two lead, and once again, the Brewers gave him no offensive support like they always – well, they don't give anybody any offensive support, but especially Tehran since his, his, his debut here, they haven't done nothing for him. Um, but he was great. Set down 10 in a row, handed it off to the bullpen. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But I think Julio, I think a lot of people are watching to see what Julio would do here because, you know, they picked him up. He's in the rotation. He's got, he, he controls his own destiny. And after the last two shaky starts, it was like, oh boy, is he, is he, you know, are they figuring him out or whatever? But no, he bounced back and was solid. He's cool, calm, and collected out there. I was watching him all afternoon and just watching him. You know, there was a he gave a home run early in this game. You know, just slid right off his back, came back, and was great the rest. That was the only run he gave up. It was great the rest of the six innings. Now then we got to the seventh inning. Seventh inning, it was Milner and Uribe taking care of the seventh and a scoreless seventh. And then Instead of going to your usual guy, Piamps in the eighth, they went to Baguera. Baguera is normally the seventh inning guy, but they were resting Devin Williams, their closer today. So Piamps would close it out, and Baguera pitched the eighth. I was kind of hoping Williams, you know, this is a big game against the Braves today, but they wanted, the, the, you know, this is the route. They don't want to give, they don't want to overwork Williams. So they went Pagaro, and they were going to go Piamps in the ninth inning. And um, it didn't, never got that far because uh, three-run home run in the eighth inning given up by Pagaro broke that 28-and-a-third-inning scoreless streak by the bullpen. An amazing run. Yeah, Pagaro gave the home run to Ozzy Albies. First pitch, homer left center field. As soon as he hit it, oh, it just sunk. You know, when you're at the game and someone gets in the one and then the outfielders stop and watch it go over the fence. It's on the opposing. It's just, and especially in that spot, it just kills you. It does. And of course, um, that was it. You know, the Brewers eighth inning, put a couple of guys on, including with that base hit by Freilich. You had two guys on a walk in there and they couldn't get him in. Couldn't get him in. Ninth inning went down quietly, and that's that. Brewers lose. Um, but I'm not going to blame this one on Pagera. Hey, counsel said after the game, he was asked about that streak. So, oh, but you know, hey, what about that bullpen streak? 28 and a third of scoreless baseball out the window. And counsel says, not too many games you're going to win, winning two to one. He's done this a few times. He knows this is on the offense again. Yeah, I, I put on there, Pagero. I'm not blaming Pagaro. And some people say, well, he gave the three-run home run. And when I say I'm not going to blame him, yeah, I know he gave the three-run home run. But, my gosh, we're trying to protect a two-to-one lead. How many times have these guys done that? So, no, I'm not blaming the bullpen whatsoever. Those guys have been fantastic. How about let's rally from the two-to-one deficit, uh, I mean, from the four-two deficit, and tie it up and said that the extra is right there. Let's do that. And I know they came from behind on Saturday night. Down three nothing, but let's see some more of that. But yeah, they took the lead. The Braves did on one 
one swing, turn that game around. And that was, that was the ball game right there. But yeah, I wasn't happy. I was not happy. The offense didn't, you know, didn't save the pitching staff. Once again, that great pitching staff did not do it, but I think we saw this with the Brewers and Braves. Yeah. The Brewers are not on the same level of the Braves. You know, you can put out there, well, you know, the Brewers compete with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly because of pitching. Freddie didn't have a very good start on Friday night. He had two early bad innings, second and third. Saturday night to get 10 Ks from Hauser. My God. Oh, that's amazing. All right. And then today, six innings, one run from Tehran. Another great performance. You know, pitching wise, the Brewers are of a championship level. The Braves are the best team in baseball. That's a great offense right there. And I thought the pitching staff against that Braves offense did a heck of a job. Okay. I thought it did. I thought that offense, I thought that pitching staff to me gets an A. Gave up the home run in the eighth inning. I don't care. Pitching staff gets an A for the weekend. You know, the, the offense, boy, that offense just continues to be futile. You know, we'll, we'll see what Freilich adds. But again, when your cleanup hitter is a guy who's in his second day of being a major leaguer. Now, is that because of Freilich? Or is it because your offense is so bad that you're looking for a guy to give them some production because nobody on this roster is capable of producing in that fourth spot. And yet the Brewers are in first place, a half a game ahead of the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to talk about that Red series coming up next here, along with some of your tweets on Lockdown Brewers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman here. Catch the Brewers and Reds coming up on Monday night, the first of a three-game series. The Reds here again. My God, nine times in the month of who made this schedule out? Nine times we're playing the Reds in the month of July. First of three with the Reds. Catch the Brewers hometown broadcast, Sirius XM, Sirius XM, the SXM app. Search Brewers. You're going to find all 162 of the Brewer broadcasts right there. And thank you, all you everydayers out there who join us every day on Lockdown Brewers, Google, Spotify, Amazon. Those are the major ones we're on. Please download us and enjoy the audio. Some of you listen to us on the way to work in the morning or pick up the kids afterwards. You know, we're here all day. We got that pod, those podcasts are there forever. Thank you very much. The video version, Lockdown Brewers. I try to download that one, uh, put that one up at nighttime. For those of you guys who want to watch a little brewer recap before you go to bed at night, you're late nighters. Instead of watching those late night shows, you watch Lockdown Brewers with Freeman giving you 30 minutes of Brewers content. Go to search Lockdown Brewers. Put Lockdown Brewers in that search. Hit subscribe. Hit that bell. And you got your boy here Monday through Friday. All right. Get to some of these tweets. I want to touch on a couple. I got a couple of minutes to do some of these tweets here. Uh, let's see here. How Steve says, how dare you question the greatest mind in all of baseball? And I... I said, with, with putting Freilich in the fourth spot. Steve, Steve being a little facetious in that one. So I think he is. Uh, Dr. Granajan, Ned Yost would say Pagaro pitched great. Well, Pagaro did give those three runs. 
he also says, we know that the offense is garbage. Can't have relief pitchers giving up three home runs. This is why the Braves are great. The Brewers are what they are. Meanwhile, the Reds are never losing again. Well, the Reds are two and eight against the Brewers, so they are losing. You wonder how the, if the Brewers can keep this thing going against the Reds. We'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit. Oh, Sam says, we had opportunities to add on. Too much pressure on the pitching. I've been saying that all year. Kurt says, DFA Winkler, not a winker. <laughs> Winkler has already been DFA'd. But my boys bounce back. Big time. He was DFA just like your boy Freems. Um, but Winker, Kurt says DFA Winker. Not sure what Brewers are thinking. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Heard some booze on Saturday when Winker struck out in the eighth inning on three pitches. When he should have laid a bunt down, or somebody should have laid, been laid a bunt down in that situation. And what are we doing? We don't, I guess we don't want to play ABC baseball with a runner on second and nobody out. Pete says, No, I'm not sure I understand why he's betting fourth either. Talking about Freilich. Leadoff would have been made, would have made more sense, but what do I know? Well, what does anybody know? You know, we're just we're just Brewer fans here, love our favorite team and love talking about them. And there's no bad answers. Well, there's some bad answers, but um, the pitching rotation for this upcoming series, Colin Ray, Monday, Corbett Burns, Tuesday, Freddie Peralta on Wednesday. Freddie off that horrible performance. And yeah, the Brewers are 8-2 against these guys, but the Reds have won five in a row. They're coming off a sweep of Arizona. And it seems like every time the Brewers are playing the Reds, you know, we get this Reds team that catches fire, and then they play the Brewers, and they go back in the tank again. They go back in the tank. But, man, can't put the Reds away. This is going to be a two-team race, you know, for the rest of this season. But would have been nice to take two or three from the Reds to the Braves this weekend. But you got to continue to come back and continues your success against the Reds. I mean, eight and two against the second place team, your division and a team you're fighting for, for a division title. That's a pretty good, that's pretty good. That's pretty darn good. You know, I'll take that, but the Braves and Brewers, can the Brewers beat the Braves in a playoff series? Yes. Yes, they can. Any playoff team can beat any playoff team in a playoff series. But the Brewers are going to have to get better offensively, okay? They, they're going to have to get better. Uh, should adding Freilich to the roster preclude them from going out and buying themselves a right fielder? No. Now, would I trade one of my hot prospects? And somebody put that out there. Maybe they should trade Garrett Mitchell, who's injured, okay? You can't trade him, or Freilich. I don't know. Don't want to really trade either one of those guys. We'll never do it for a rental. But the Brewers, a couple of years ago, there were some controllable guys that we didn't think they were going to trade, and they did. How about the the Yelich trade that happened in the offseason? There was a controllable player or two in there, from what I remember. And, uh, yeah, but I don't think they're going to do it. You know, although, you know, their outfield, they got a lot of guys in that outfield. There's some 
there's some extras, but you know what? I'm I'm fine. Uh, not trading any of their surplus of young outfielders when Garrett Mitchell gets back and you got Freilich. I don't know how Tyrone Taylor's still on this roster. And some of you have asked about his trade value. It's nothing right now. It isn't. Does not have a lot of trade value. I mean, he's not even everyday right fielder anymore. And he's not. He was he was decent last year. He hit the 17, 18 home runs, but he hasn't been close to nothing, anything like that this year. So Ray Burns and Peralta and still third base, first base, right field. Those spots are still on the table. We're counting down the days to August 1st. We have, uh, let's see here. A week from Tuesday is August 1st. A week from Tuesday. I'm sure here in the next week or so, some of the trades will be in motion in Major League Baseball. We'll see if the Brewers are part of it. Hey, they dropped two or three to the Reds this weekend, everybody. But it's not the end of the world. It was great. An electric atmosphere, especially on Saturday night out there with Freilich Fest going on. It was fun. We're going to have a great couple of months here left of the season. We are. And the energy that the fans brought this weekend, the Brave fans were out as well. I I get that. But got the Reds for a first of three. Take two or three from these guys. And then got to head to Atlanta next weekend. Well, we'll talk more about that in the week ahead. I'm Chuck Freeman. We'll draw you tomorrow night, everybody. I'll be at the ballpark doing my podcast to cover the game tomorrow night. I'm Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day.